Welcome back to the Miller Mice Podcast. My name is Owen. I'm here with my brother Silas. Silas, how you doing? I'm doing splendid. Splendid? Yeah. You know, you made fun of me last week after, you know, I've had pretty stale openings to these things. Yeah, so splendid. I came up with a new, a new word. Yeah, I won't make fun of you now. Okay, good. That, I mean, that was the goal, so. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, last week was more interesting than the week before, and uh, we had a lot of fun last week regardless. So this week, it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. You know, there was a lot of good games. There was a lot of bad games, and that's what makes college football so fun. You can sit there for 12 hours straight and not get bored because there's always a good game to watch, even though the game you were expecting to watch was really bad. And you did sit there for all 12 hours. I did, yeah. I mean, that's what Saturdays are for the fall. Uh, You can't blame me. I know some of you did, too, unless you're, you're not human. Right. Yeah. Some of them aren't. Right, yeah. You've been watching too much Unsolved Mysteries. Stop. <laughs> Stop that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've been watching the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix and also some of the Robert Stack ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. No, it's okay. I just I don't think there, there's any Maybe you've any been watching, watching too much college football. Well, well, here's the real question. Who would they be fans of? Who? A- aliens. Aliens. Oh. They're like extraterrestrials. Indiana. UCF, probably. Indiana, they both lost. I didn't say they cheer for winners. I'm just saying that's probably who they probably cheer for. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. We're going to get into our first and ten. Silas, are you ready for this? Yeah, I mean, let's go. I, I mean, I'm excited as much as I really can be. What was that supposed to mean? Well, my team lost. My team lost. Oklahoma State? Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're not excited. Well, not for the one. For the others, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, let's do it. Okay. We're diving in. First and ten, uh, Silas, uh, after we, you know, cut, you were, you whispered under your breath, I don't want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about... I don't. We're going to recap the week, and the one you don't want to talk about is the one we're going to start with. And we're going to get it over with, quick and painless. Today, we got vaccines. We got vaccines. We got vaccinated. That's not what we were supposed to talk about. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, we wanted to get this over with. Like, I'm not a big... I don't really like getting shots, and we got we got them today. Oh, yeah. And now that it's over, I'm fine. But, like, I did not want to... You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, our arms are flopping like Yeah, I can't... Spaghetti. I mean, I can't feel my left arm, but other than that, I'm fine. Right. Uh, it wasn't the vaccine, you know, that you guys are probably thinking either, because they haven't That's gotten... That's what I was thinking. It's not out yet. <laughs> we can't get that yet. So, no, but I do get those CNN, you know, updates telling us that it's like 70% effective. I'm like, when's it going to be out then, you know? That's not the vac- vaccination we got. No, we, but no, no. We're, we're, I'm, about to, I'm about to give you a shot. It's going to be quick and painless. Uh, well, it, it, I mean, just it'll be a little burn at first, but we're talking about the Bedlam game. That is exactly what she said today when we got our shots. Really? Yeah. What'd she say? Quick and painless, just a little bit of a bite. A bite? Yeah. Well, we're going to bite you with this real quick. Oklahoma State. Uh, they, they, did not, they did not play to the way they needed to play, and they lost to Oklahoma. Um, and I, I have, I'm choosing my words uh, a certain way here because I don't want to hurt you. But um, Oklahoma, they kind of uh, just they beat them. Thank you. Yeah. For that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so uh, not what I was hoping to have, you know, to going into this. I Honestly, I picked Oklahoma State to win because guess what, guys? I like Oklahoma State a lot, and that is not what I wanted to happen this weekend. Uh, first of all, who's the easier team to root for here? Okay, you can't do that. Why? You can't. There, there are people who live in Oklahoma who, believe it or not, don't cheer for Oklahoma State. They actually cheer for Lincoln Riley and the Sooners. Yeah, well, no one are in the right mind. Are you here to talk about Oklahoma like, and how they beat Oklahoma State? Are you here to, to sway these listeners to cheer for Oklahoma State? Because I don't think, I don't think that's what we should be doing, Silas. Well, I, I do. No. Here we go. This is no adult. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let you. Okay. Guys, 
We come out of halftime in Bedlam. And us Pokes fans, we're hurting. It's 27 to 13. We're getting our, our butts smacked, you know. And mm. on the sideline, there's Holly Rowe. You know, she's getting ready for her, her, uh, her interview back on the half, you know. And guess who waves at her? Guess who waves at her? Waves at... Shouldn't you be focused on a game? Right. He waves at a reporter. It's Spencer Rattler. Okay, you. if you were listening to that game, you guys heard this. But Holly Rowe, you know, she's reporting. She's like, guys, guess who just waved at me? It's Spencer Rattler. He was like, hi, hi. And I was like, oh, you're doing great out there in your first Bedlam game. And he's like, oh, thanks. We're about to turn it up in the second half. And I, and I look at my dad, and I'm like... Did he just wave at the at the reporter to get attention, to get you know the the uh, the fame or whatever you want to call it? The uh, I can't think of it. I I don't even don't know what you're talking about. Like to get, I don't know to get on TV. Oh, well, he's on TV. He's yeah, playing he's, football for yeah, Oklahoma. But like he wanted to get interviewed and he wasn't going to. He waved at her. Okay, so so okay. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to to follow here. So you are upset at Spencer Rattler for like, waving for waving at Holly Rowe. Yeah, uh, because Spencer Rattler is the quarterback for Oklahoma, and uh, they're not dumb. Who's not dumb? The people through that thing <laughs> <laughs> through the mic. Listen, listen. Okay, Spencer Rattler, quarterback at Oklahoma. You're upset with Oklahoma. You're a little butt hurt. Hey, excuse my French, but you're, you're a little sad uh, that Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State, and the the thing you want to talk about is that Spencer Rattler, your nose is flaring, is that Spencer Rattler uh, waved at Holly Rowe, waved at Holly Rowe, and you think it was like a it was a uh, he did that to get interviewed like after halftime? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of a I don't like the guy, so I understand where you're coming from. I. I th- I think I don't like the guy, but I have to be careful. He's he's a college student just playing football in college. So I you know is he just playing football? Yes, he's just playing football, and he's gonna get paid a lot of money if he keeps doing what he's doing in the future. So I, was, I am here to talk about Oklahoma State. Uh, Are you? Yes, I want I want I want to hear your opinion uh, about how the game went, what they should have done differently. And what Oklahoma did right. Can you do that for me? Well, Gundy can't win Bedlam. No, he can't beat that. There's, that's your first clue. And then, you know, your quarterback gets hurt right away because Oklahoma once again throws him down on his head. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad move. Yeah. Honestly, it was a good move. Cheaters. Oh, stop it. I will move on to the next game if you do not, if you do not pull yourself together. Okay. Good win, Oklahoma. Is that all? There. That's it? That's all I want to say. This is this is insane. This is insanity. Why? I you're like so upset? I get it. You can't act like this, man. It's unprofessional. And then you there they showed a you could read his lips, Spencer Rattler, after they scored, he's like, get these boys off our field. You read his these lips. These are my boys. Oh my god. Well, your boys can't beat Oklahoma. So do you want to talk about that? Because I want, I want to know. I want to know what you feel like is the right move. Is it, is it coaching? Is it the players? Is it, it can't be the players because the players, they're all, they're all seniors. They all came back to beat Oklahoma, and it didn't happen. It's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. I understand. What do you think the problem is? That's what we're here to talk about. I don't know. It's like it's hard to pinpoint sometimes. But the defense struggled early. But the offense all year has been the problem, not the defense. So mm. when the defense is trying their best, and the offense is just like, oh, let's call a bad play call. Now, do you want to do you want to put it on injuries? Like there well, was, that doesn't help. Chuba was hurt. Uh, Spencer Sanders, like yeah, it just that kills. Yeah, Chuba's not even hundred percent. While I mean, Oklahoma's lost their guys too, but. There's just a talent gap sometimes, and it's it's pain to it's a pain to watch if if you're an Oklahoma State fan, and yeah, that's I mean, that's just 
that's what does it every time. And Lincoln Riley's definitely a better play caller than Mike Undy. Or well, with the offensive. Yeah, Casey Dunn. So Lincoln Riley finds ways to get through that defense just like Texas did. And just like Oklahoma did the year before. And just like Texas did the year before. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. So I, I meant for that to be quick and painless, but like we had to, you just, you just had to do it, Silas. And I, I'm disappointed. Are you okay now? It's over. I feel like, I feel like the last 30 seconds of what you said there was actually really good. So I appreciate that. It took freaking 10 minutes to get there, but we, we did it. So I'm very sorry about the loss. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say when it comes to Oklahoma state and what to do, but, um, Anyway, we are moving on. It's over. It's over. Okay. It's over. Uh, Ohio State, Indiana. Uh, good news. Good news. Good yeah, news for Ohio State fans. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an Ohio State fan, that's good news. If you're also an Ohio State fan, that secondary is bad news. We'll get into that later. Um, but, yeah, Indiana. If you're an Indiana fan, good news. Because, yeah, <laughs> they, they played well. I mean, you can't say anything other than that. I mean, they torched Ohio State's defense, uh, put up 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many teams can say that, honestly. If, if you're playing Ohio State, you're not going to score that much. Rutgers came close, but that's because they were throwing out stuff that, I mean, we're not going to even get into that. But, yeah, so uh, Ohio State, um, great win. Uh, they pretty much dominated the whole, the whole game. They were up by 21 at one point. Mm-hmm. But and it feels like the exact way that Rutgers did. They get up big and then they kind of just ease off the brakes and let them come back, let them come back, and then it gets close again, and then Ohio State finds a way to win. Um, you can really just tell, though, that this Ohio State team is just not what they were last year. The offense is probably even better. If Justin Fields, you know, he needs to come back down. Yeah, he was definitely trying to do way too much too early. Yeah. And that was weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was uncharacteristic. But the run game, it's like when one thing's not doing so well, the other is. So when Trey Sermon and Master Teague were struggling early in the year, Justin was slinging it around. And then when Justin can't do much, then there here comes Trey Sermon and Master Teague running for about 150 yards each. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's good news. The offense is not the problem. Uh, they, they put up 42 again. I mean... You can't say much more than that. And then the defense is a little more of an issue. Um, good news, Sean Wade got his first pick of the year, first pick six of his career. Um, in Indiana, uh, your defense played well. I mean, you've got a very good defense, and I really think you have a good chance against Wisconsin coming up. Um, so, yeah, that's – I mean, that game was good. Uh, they both – both teams struggled at points. Both teams had really high points. Um, and, yeah, that's what I have to say. Good win for Ohio State. They're they're one of the, the top four teams. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Day is a good enough coach to get them figured out. Uh, they've only played four games, guys. I mean, Alabama's played, what, eight now? So they've got time. Um, they've got time to fix that. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Great. Uh, I do want to touch on the pick six. Uh, Sean Wade had the interception for a touchdown. You actually, it was really funny going into the game. Like you were, like you made like a, a house announcement. You're like, guys, today's the day. Sean Wade is going to get an interception. Yeah. Did you did you call the touchdown or did you just call the interception? I can't remember. I think I just called the interception, but then, hey, yeah, it happened. I he, was he like, said, "I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it for you," and then I'm going to exclamation point. Boom. Yeah. He he dotted the he dotted the eye he dotted the eye. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. I wanted to share that. It was like you you said it a couple times, too. You were just like, guys, today, Sean Wade, interception. Yeah, and then you were making fun of me because he was struggling early. I wasn't making fun of you. <laughs> you were. You were like, Sean Wade, who's that? I just give you a hard time. I give you a hard time. He's, he's not having the season that he obviously wanted to. And, like, you always talk about, like, how his draft stock's dying. So you, you, you throw it up and I dunk it is all. So I'm just trying to – I just give you a hard time. Okay, Sean Wade is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not for gonna say. I think that's all he needed, honestly. To, yeah, to get on track a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Just to see the ball go through the hoop. That's a different sport, Silas. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, Indiana. So Indiana, it's kind of been a running joke. I've been uh, 
like totally, you know, cheering for that, like not cheering for them, but like supporting because uh, I feel like their coach, do you feel like uh, this whole thing's just a, a sham or do you think like they actually have a good program? I know like the, you questioned the Penn State win uh, and then with Ohio State now, I mean, obviously like they were in control of the game uh, for a really long time and then Indiana, you know, just throws the ball up and somebody <laughs> goes and gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Allen has got them believing. That's exactly what Dad said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always what Dad said. Well, no, it's no, no, no. He's. I mean, he makes amazing points. You go back and watch last week. I mean, there he is making good points. But yeah, Tom Allen's got his team believing with the LEO, uh, love each other motto. It's kind of like row the boat mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, but yeah, these guys love their coach. They love each other. LEO, hence the name. Yeah. And uh, they love winning football games. And they're not just going to cave in when Ohio State has a pick six and goes up by 21. That's just not them. And I think that is what makes a program good, like Mm. really good. And take that and times that by talent, and you've got a really elite football team. So if Indiana could start getting recruits and playing to that level, um, they can be something really special. But here's the kicker for me is – once they start to become a team that's not an underdog, how do they respond to that? Uh, I feel like they're thriving right now off of being that team that's no one really you know believes in them yet. No one's really expecting them to do much, and I feel like that's why they have such a uh, they have such a like a uh, they want it so bad because mm-hmm. they want to prove people wrong. And once that once they lose that because people are like, okay, yeah, Indiana's good then that's when it starts to get interesting. So They're having such a great season, and they're doing things that Indiana doesn't normally do. I mean, they always, in years past, have, like, they never, like, win it, but they're, like, close. So, like, it's actually, I'm, I'm proud of them this year. I want to see them keep doing what they're doing, uh, even after, like, the highest state loss. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Wisconsin and Northwestern. Whoa. Whoa. What do you think about Northwestern, man? I am not surprised. You guys, I mean, that sounds cliche, but no. I mean, Northwestern's a good football Of course team. you say that now that Northwestern won. That's why I just said it sounds cliche. Oh, I'm sorry. Not, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so I literally I literally thought that Northwestern could win this game. It was at home. Pat Fitzgerald is a very good coach. They always play Wisconsin really tough. Mm-hmm. And to have a good football team that's winning games – that's played two more games than Wisconsin has. That always helps. And then, once again, they're, they're at home, and then, boom, they win. And they win. Like, they dominated the game. Like, Graham Mertz was a guy that looked kind of, like, inevitable for a little bit this season. And then to throw that many picks, to fumble the ball, to cause those turnovers, that's just really good news for Northwestern Wildcats. And I knew I knew they wanted this one. Uh, if you watch ESPN, you know Greeny goes there. He's losing sleep. Fans wanted this for them, and uh, this is this is looking like a team that's going to go to the Big Ten Championship. They their schedule is pretty awful, so there you go. You're going to have a chance at it against the highest state more than likely. So we pretty much knew going into that game, like the winner was going to be the Big Ten yes. contender uh, against the highest state. If highest state, you know, continues to win games, um, we did. F- we forgot to do our first, our first like our top ten. Oh, we always start with top ten. Yeah, we're gonna close it. We're gonna close first and ten with top ten. So we're okay. gonna we'll come back to it. Uh, I think it it's cool. We wanted to get you know the <clears throat> bedlam, <clears throat> Oklahoma State loss over with. Sorry, you had to hear that again. Um, Chip Kelly back in Eugene. Hey, going out west, going out to that West Coast offense. Yeah, so this is interesting to me. Um, it, Chip Kelly, you know, he was the one that he was the one that started that whole air raid offense. So, like, I'm thankful for you, Chip Kelly. <laughs> you and the air raid. I offense. I love the air raid offense, and he's the one that started that. Him and Mike Leach down at Texas Tech at the time, but yeah, Oregon. This was a team that Chip Kelly turned into like a contender. Because mm-hmm. of this, like no one was expecting this, like the shotgun, the passing. It's like what? What is this? In a way, like what are they doing? I remember when you tried to uh, introduce air raid into soccer. 
Oh yeah, you tried to do that, and I was, I, I was like, what are you doing? Like soccer, you know, has kind of been around forever. You don't just, you don't just introduce air raid into soccer. It was worth <laughs> a shot though. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, you gotta kick it up in the air. You, just, you just want the. You def- gotta get that thing going. Just the defenders on the opposite side of the field just boom it into into the goal. Yeah, you can't. The whole like passing it to the guy like behind. You know, setups and all that crap. Yeah, what? Just, just kick the ball in the goal. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't. It well, was worth the shot, though. Uh, I was proud it's of not you over. for it. That's you, not over. You're still trying? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I might actually become a coach one day because of it. I might be the next Chip Kelly of soccer. MLS. Have you ever played soccer? What? Why are you doing Answer that? Answer the question. Why are you saying that stuff? What stuff? That doesn't matter. You know what? Did Eric Spolstra ever play basketball? Probably not. Dude. What? Of course he did. No, dude. Look at him. He was the fifth. <laughs> he was the fifth grade most improved player at basketball camp. You know, I did hear he was the leading scorer at uh, Stark State Community College. <laughs> Still, the community college I could think of. Yeah, except he's probably from Florida. Moorhead State College. Oh yeah, shout out to Moorhead. Best community college there is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. So what were we talking about? Uh, uh, Chip Kelly. Oh yeah, Chip Kelly introduced the air raid, and yeah. now he's back in Eugene. Yeah, so that's not working no more. Like everybody's doing it now. It's not working for Oklahoma State in the air raid offense. Not when Spencer Sanders is out. The true well, freshman. that they haven't been air raiding with the whole you know with having Chuba and S- Sanders can run. They haven't done that. We're talking about Chip. Oh yeah, Chip. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he's at UCLA now, and everybody's doing it, and it's like, well, where do I stand? I'm like the pioneer of all this. You know what I say he does? Introduce something new. Mm. A new, I don't know. Run raid. Call it the Blitzkrieg. The Blitzkrieg? I don't know. Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg? Come on. It's a, okay, whatever. Is it a movie reference? No, it's not a movie reference. Like, air raid is like a war term, and so is Blitzkrieg. We're saying... Come on. I don't know. But, okay, so... <laughs> okay. Put, All right. If you moving put, on. If you put this into perspective, Chip Kelly... Chip Kelly was, like, the pioneer of all this. hmm And now, you know, they've built the town. Okay? Yeah. And there's new generations coming up, and that's just old man Billy. Chip. It's old man Chip. The loony guy who apparently started all this, you know? He's the one who stuck the flag in the ground and said, this is where we're going to live for the next... What is this picture you're painting? You don't get it? I get it. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, so that's what it is. And it's kind of like, where do I stand now? Right. Within these... They don't respect me, deservingly. I mean, they can't win football games. But they almost did this week against Oregon. But they didn't. They didn't. (laughs) Because, honestly, Mario Cristobal is a good coach. Is he a great coach? I don't know. Is he elite? I don't think so. And, I mean, we can get out of that another time, but, you know, Mario Cristobal has a lot of close games, it feels like. Like, Oregon is not dominant like Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson. Oh, gosh, no. No, they just kind of just squeak by every week, and it's like, go get them, Ducks. Good job. That's what they're That's what they're thinking out there. D- rumor has it, there's a bunch of little kids that say, hey, I'm an Oregon State fan now. What? That is never the way it used to be. Where did you hear that? Mm. Little kids? Little kids who is, l- like Is football. this in the same town that Chip Kelly built? <laughs> <laughs> no, little kids like football who, you know, that play in their backyard. They're like, well, Oregon State has some cool looking jerseys too. Get those little kids, little Oregon State fans that is never away the way. from Chip yeah, Kelly. That old is never man the way. Chip. Gosh, all oh, the kids are talking to old man Chip again. Get him away. Yeah. That's never the way it used to be, and it's not the way it should be, Mario Cristobal. Dominate. You Okay, so you want to... We're reeling this back in. Just, just, I'm pulling on the fishing wire. You, what, you want Oregon to be more, if, if more Oregon, of a dominant team than what they are. Like So, like, Ohio State's win against Indiana, like a win's a win. That's like Oregon every week, you think? Yes, with teams that aren't in the top ten. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. like UCLA, yeah, but it, but it's old man Chip is coaching that team. Yeah, but last week it was Washington State, who I was personally high on, but like, they're awful. Right. 
All right, we're we're moving on. Uh, so Ritter in Cincinnati, they slipped past UCF. Guys, I I called this. You called what? I called that UCF. They won. They they lost by three points. I I didn't say they'd win. So I everything I said last week about UCF was correct among go. I said that UCF okay would would not win, but they would be close. And you were like, wow, that is the hottest take I've ever heard. And you were wrong. I was not wrong. I they lost by that. three. Come on. You were like, yeah, okay. you were like, you gave me this look that, that the people listening couldn't see, and it's haunted me. Yeah, well, okay, so I was expecting Cincinnati to route them in a way that people were going to be like, wow, this team is maybe the best team in Ohio. Just kidding. No one thought that. <laughs> but UCF was probably the toughest game on their schedule. UCF always plays people hard. This is a team that used to be, like, the king of the conference. And now here's Cincinnati, who is killing everybody. They don't even look human, and then, boom, they look human. Yeah, because of UCF, I called that, man. Yeah, because UCF is a very good football team, and they showed that Cincinnati probably cannot compete in the playoff. They probably shouldn't be in the playoff, but they could be a, you know, New Year's Six team that ends up playing Texas A&M or something. And winning. If it's Texas A&M. If it's Texas A&M, yeah. Sure. Winning. But, okay, I think BYU would beat this team. This Cincinnati? Yeah. I think, yeah. Really? BYU is on a different level. (laughs) I mean, but against who they're playing against. BYU's got a bunch of 25-year-olds. That's true. We've talked about that. They go off to war, they come back, and they're like, hey, let's play some football. And then, do they be, are they, are they the monks? No. Yeah, the guy who started the whole Latter-day Saints thing. That was Brigham Young. B-Y-U. That's not monks. What is that? That's the Mormons. Mormons! Monks, Mormons. <laughs> Goodness sake. Is that all you have to say, Silas, about yeah, I mean, yeah, UCF? So, I've said my piece. Yeah, I Cin- call it. Cincinnati, that was the game that's like, okay, we won on the road. Good win. It's unfortunate for Cincinnati because I feel like even though they won by three, like against a good UCF team. Yeah, I said it. Good UCF team. Yeah. I think, like, that win, like, okay, Cincinnati, since they only won by three is what I was trying to say, like, because it was only a three-point differential. Yeah, well, let me they're put out this, of the playoff. Yeah, let me put this into words for you. They needed to win. If they were going to have any chance, they, were, they needed to kill everybody. You know, by, like, double digits. Yeah, and three is not double like, digits. no, three is not. But that's it, unfortunate for Cincinnati. Yeah, well, it's not fair to them, and it wasn't fair to UCF two, two three years ago. But I don't want to see them in the play. Like, I don't want to see that, because I feel like that would be like, it would be like when they put Michigan State in there, and it was just yuck. Well, Michigan State shouldn't have been in there. Ask Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to we're gonna do our top ten now, because we skipped it. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna, that's how we're going to close out first and ten. Okay. We did, like, a reverse thing. Yeah. So, uh, you want me to share mine? Go ahead and share. I'm going to... Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number 10, I've, I've got Northwestern. Me too. What? You're not supposed to spoil yours yet. Well, let's just see how much we agree on. Okay. Number 9, I've got Oregon. No. Okay. okay. Well, that did it last long, did it? No. Uh, I don't like them there. Uh, obviously, you don't like them there uh you have expressed how you think they were gonna like they're gonna lose every week according to you yeah but uh they haven't done that yet uh so i've got them at nine um number eight texas a&m nope okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna yeah we were supposed to say if we agree or not okay no well i have them at eight okay um it's better than putting them at seven you're right. Okay. Seven. BYU. No. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Cincinnati at six. You know what? Stop talking. I want to finish my first and ten. So, shush. Six, I've got six. Cincinnati. Uh, five, Florida, which is my least favorite five spot of all time. Uh, they Five is a pretty spot. It's and a- it does not belong to Florida. That's That's true, but, like... I don't want to put Cincinnati there with only winning by three to UCF, in which I called. Four, Clemson. Three, Notre Dame. That means, yes, it does. I've got Ohio State above them. Uh, I, people aren't going to like that. Uh, but, I mean, 
I, th- I think if head-to-head, if Ohio State were to play Notre Dame, Ohio State's going to win. And then, number one, Alabama. Silas, you're allowed to talk now. I just want to apologize because I do not have Northwestern at 10. So we didn't agree on anything? <laughs> what was that? I have Northwestern at 9. Whoa. Dude. Dude. I just, it hurts me to see all those SEC teams up there and only have, like, one Big Ten team. Yeah. Because they're all just... You look at... you. <laughs> I'm over here spazzing out because you look at the bottom of the Big Ten East. Yeah. This used to be the top. What? Regarding Ohio State. Number eight. No. I would, number, it's like number – it would be like number five. Michigan State. Six. Michigan. Seven. Penn State. What? 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 Those are teams that were up there with Ohio State. It would be Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan. There it is. Boom. Boom. Those four, yeah, and then the, the rest. And yeah, there's Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland. Like, what is this? But anyways, yeah, so number 10, I got Miami. Okay. Remember remember them? Who? Remember them, Miami? Never heard of them. Okay. And then, yeah, I just think they're playing a little bit better than than Oregon. I'm not sold on Oregon at all. And I, I even more so, USC. So, like, anybody looking for them to be in the top 10 – it's just not going to happen on your part. Good luck, yeah. <laughs> so Miami is, you know, like the best ACC team that's not good. <laughs> just, I'm just letting you letting you continue here. Yeah. And then number nine, I've got Northwestern. Number eight, I've got Cincinnati. Wow. Yeah. I think they're not as good as BYU, and I don't think they're as good as the SEC teams. I think they lose to all three of them. That goes right in. Even Texas A&M? Yeah, Texas A&M playing good ball. Come on. Oh, my goodness. The Jimbo train. Stop. <laughs> Don't say that again. Number number seven. Florida. Okay. Vanderbilt, come on. Yeah, but they, they did win by a good margin then. Yeah, but it was like 17 to 10 at halftime to Vanderbilt. Oh, and seven. Okay. Doesn't do it for you. No, it doesn't. Number six, BYU. Wow. You know, like, most of my rankings have been Florida A&M, but no, BYU slips in there. They split They split in between, like... Yeah, they broke it up. Yeah. Number five, Texas A&M. Number four, Clemson. Number three, Ohio State. Number two, Notre Dame. And number one, Alabama. The whole Notre Dame-Ohio State thing that you had, yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay. But Notre Dame beat Clemson. Ohio State beat Indiana. There's a little bit of a margin there. I I, I understand that. That's why I said head-to-head Ohio State beats Notre Dame pretty easily, too. Okay, yeah. It, um, I'm assuming you're going off the quarterback play. Okay. Yeah, the whole Justin Fields is way better than Ian Book. Way. Way better. Yeah, there's there's a difference there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just feel like Ohio State and Notre Dame – like Notre Dame's, they're actually they're doing excellent. I feel like Notre Dame when they're usually up there, like higher ranked in years past, they don't deserve it, and it shows. I think this year they are better than this is a better program for Notre Dame, but still Ohio State has them easily. Yeah. Okay. So that concludes first and ten. Uh, holy crap, uh, that was insane. You didn't like it? What do you mean? You didn't like first to ten? No, I was just saying. I'm just. I just said holy crap because that was crazy. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I do want to say now would be a perfect time uh, to share our sponsor of the week for this episode, and it's absolutely nobody. Thanks for sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know, podcasts they always have sponsors, and we don't have any. No. So I just thought we'd share. We have absolutely this, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing! Is this Owen secretly asking, sponsor me? <laughs> no, of course not. Class, you ready to gain two yards? Does it have to be two again? Yes, it's going to be second and eight. Let's do it. Welcome to second and eight uh, on the Miller Mites podcast. And uh, we're going to start with Silas's eye-popping play of the week. You know, I was thinking we need to have you, like, say Silas's eye-popping play of the week in a very, like, heroic way, and then maybe add some reverb to it. 
You want me to? Do it. Silas's eye popping play of the week. <laughs> yes, it was perfect. I love it. Yeah, we gotta have some like fireworks. You want? Unfortunately, I think the we've fireworks. already talked about my play of the week. I think the I was ticked inside. Excuse me, I think the fireworks is too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. What? What? We already talked about. Yeah, it? I was a little bit like ticked inside. Was it the wave? I was low key ticked. Was it Spe Spencer Rattler's wave? No. Dang it! That was not even a play. That was on the sideline. I know it was it Sean Wade's wave. Mm. As he waddled into the end zone. You called it. Yeah, I called it. It, I was like, my eyes were bulging out of my skin. Yeah, if you could have seen him, his eyes actually bulged out. Yeah, and, you know, like, I'm in Ohio, and I'm an Ohio State fan. Don't say that. We're unbiased. Exposed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's okay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, so the score was like 35-21, and Indiana was starting to be like, hey, guys, we're still in this thing. We're creeping back. Yeah, and then Sean Wade was like, no, I'm first-round pick. Boom! <laughs> yeah. So that is your eye-popping play of the week. Yeah, and it was like 41-21, to 21, and then my dad was like, you know, that's the game. I was like, yeah! It wasn't. No, it wasn't. But it was still eye-popping. That was eye-popping. That whole, like, they came back again. Like, I was like, whoa. Yeah. That... Also, okay. here's a bonus... Ohio State secondary is an eye-popping play of the week. That's what we're talking about next. Oh, look at that. What a great transition into our next topic. Ohio State secondary and the issues that come with it. Yeah. So, I think it's safe to say that Ohio State's defense last year was kind of good. That's very safe. You think it's a safe call? Call it. They were good. Mm. Called it. Safe. They had this guy on their on their defensive line. His name happens to be Chase Young. Plays the violin. Look it up. Anyways, he was good. And then they had these two guys on the outside. The one's name was Damon Arnett. I'm just I'm just visioning, envisioning Chase Young <laughs> playing a violin. <laughs> Why? Yeah, okay, you said David Arnett. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's he's pretty he, good. They, those two happened to be taken in the first round, actually. That's good. And then and then they had this guy. He also happened to be taken in the first round. Top five, actually. Mm. No one knows why. What do, you, what do you mean? His name happens to be Jeff Akuda. Mm. Boy, was he good. That's why. I was stupendous. Yeah. DBU. That's right. LSU. Or DBU. Anyways, did you see how I rhymed that? Yeah, I did. Okay. They lost every one of those guys. H hence the old first round thing. Mm. Yeah, they're gone. And they're they're making bank. So, now these other guys have to step up. Oh, hi there, Seven Banks. Oh, hi there, Jonathan Cooper. Oh, hi there, Sean Wade. They're learning. They're developing. They need time. And that's the good news. The bad news, they're developing very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> very slowly, yes. Yeah. Very slowly and in-game. Yeah. They, 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 they're not looking at the ball. It's like there's so much um, maturity with those guys last year, mm -hmm. and these guys need to learn that. I feel like I want to just call up Damon Arnett and be like, hey – Call Sean Wade and tell him to look at the ball. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Because, the, like, they're friends. They just grab your phone. Just call, dial him up. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need, to give him, you need to give him some tips. Yes, please. And then, uh, I think the, 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 we'll call it Silas's clicker of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Silas's clicker of the week. Yeah. Say it. Silas's clicker of the week. Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Last year, we had this defensive coordinator named Jeff Halfley, and this guy decided to coach the Boston College Eagles, and they're actually kind of good. You know, they played Notre Dame tough. They played Clemson tough, and yeah, he was pretty good at defense. Yeah, well, not tough enough. Here comes Kerry Combs, who, when we had, you know, not saying Kerry Combs is bad, but when we... We met Kerry Combs. When we gave up 52 to Maryland, Kerry Combs, actually, no, it was the year before. Okay. When we lost to Iowa, gave up like 
56. That's right, yeah. Yeah, he was our defensive coordinator. Well, he's back, and mm-hmm. these bad habits that we used to have are coming back. And it's like, um, guy, we're, what is this? You yeah. know, we had this defense. We had all these good habits. Um, don't bring this. Don't bring this back to Buckeye land. You know, and I mean, yeah, they're gonna be fine. It's hard to it's hard to score at the highest state. Um, Indiana was lucky that Justin Fields was just like off the mark. Yeah. So and they still put up forty two. With the turnovers, uh, definitely. I mean, they didn't capitalize on a couple of them. They still. Could you imagine if they did though? Like if Indiana scored on a couple of those turnovers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So luckily that didn't happen for Ohio State, but. Uh, yeah, I definitely see with Kerry Combs being back, there are uh, issues that uh, we had in the Urban Meyer era um, defensively that were not there last year and are, are slowly creeping back this year, and it's haunting. It is, but we'll be fine. That's like, I can't say that enough. We will be fine, Buckeyes. You'll be fine. Silas, so, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Uh, this weekend uh, is our Thanksgiving. Don't listen to this on Thursday. If it's Thursday, turn it off. What are you doing, man? Dude, what are you doing? Go spend time with your family. If you don't have a family, go spend time with your dog. And if you don't have a dog, something's wrong. <laughs> you are just, you're, I mean, our very small fan base, you were just trashing a good portion of them. No, they just, it's it's Thanksgiving, guys. Yes, I just all I was doing was wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thanks. Our Thanksgiving feast for this weekend. Uh, who are you taking? Who's taking home the Egg Bowl? Is what I was trying to say. Oh, I forgot about that. Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Yeah. What a great game, guys! That was sarcastic. What are you talking about? This, this game. It's a great has, game. This game. If it's, this was a great game, it's the Egg Bowl. It was the most embarrassing game of the year last year. Hence, Egg Bowl. Yeah. Uh, anyone, raise your hand if you remember Ole Miss's player peeing. Yes, peeing. Acting like he was peeing. Urinating? Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. He was a dog. He was acting like a dog, and he urinated. They lost the game because of it. That's Ole Miss for you. Yeah. I mean, you can't say much more than that. They brought in two good coaches. That's the that's the highlight moment here. You got Mike Leach. Oh, wow. You beat LSU. They look real good. Mm. Then they lose their next four games. Yeah. Yeah. My voice just cracked. That's all right. (laughs) Don't worry. That's what Mike Leach does. Voice cracks? Yes. I did it on purpose. Oh. And then Lane Kiffin comes in. He's like, oh, wow. We almost beat Alabama. Let's go lose two games. Mm. Actually, they lost Alabama, so that's three games. Oh, boy. This isn't good. (laughs) I don't know who to choose. But who you got taking on the Egg Bowl, Silas? You're so freaking sarcastic tonight. <laughs> Who you got taking? <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Ole Miss. There go the fireworks. <laughs> you yeah. got Ole Miss over Mississippi State. Yeah, Ole Miss is... Uh, I don't <clears throat> like that pick. What? I don't know. Ole Miss can score points at least. Mississippi State's averaging like five points a game. How does that even work? It is football. Yeah. You score six on a touchdown. <laughs> That's not good. No, five, that's like, that's not even... Things to look out for. Mississippi State won't run the ball. Okay. And they won't guard the ball. Ole Miss won't guard the ball. They can't play defense. And they can't play offense, so this is just going to be awful. I don't even know if I'll watch. I might watch the NFL over this. Don't you dare. I might. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So Friday's matchups. Good ones. Yeah. Notre Dame uh, at UNC. Yeah. North Carolina, all seriousness, because tonight hasn't been serious at all. No, it hasn't. North Carolina will win this football game. Stop it. I, w- I told you, all seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. But you have Notre Dame at two, might I remind you. I guess in the second best team in the nation. Yeah. And might I remind you, North Carolina is not in your top ten. They're not in my top 25. So? Okay. Look, Mac Brown or Brian Kelly, who you got? Come on. Huh. 
This is a statement win for the Tar Heels. Who says they can't be a football school? I can't tell if you're being all serious. This I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe you. North Carolina will win, and it's going to be by two touchdowns. Wow. Notre Dame can't score with this team. And if they do, they'll be up by like three touchdowns, and then here comes North Carolina. You saw the Wake Forest game two weeks ago. You remember it. I do. Yeah. That North Carolina just sticks around until they win. Better quarterback? Check. Better defense? No, that's not. No check there. Anyways, North Carolina will win this football game. There you go. Wow. Check it out on Friday. Notre Dame, you, uh, North Carolina. Iowa State versus Texas is also that day. Uh, eh. Mm. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really like. I don't really like those teams. Nah, um, they're not very fun to watch. No. So, yeah. Uh, Iowa State is the better football team. Um, better quarterback. Uh, Iowa State. Mm. I'd say yeah. Um, they just shut out Kansas State. I think we're gonna talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. But they literally just shut out Kansas State. I was shocked. I was like blown away. I think they're playing really good football. After the three weeks ago, they lost to Oklahoma State, or four weeks ago, they lost to Oklahoma State, and after that, they've been playing great. I think they have the better coach. I think Tom Herman uh, is prone to lose these type of games, and I think Iowa State is on their way to a Big Twelve championship. So, congratulations! All right, I like it. It's going to be uh, even before Saturday. There's going to be good games. Yeah, I think it's at Texas, which helps um, them, but. Yeah, I think Iowa State is playing better football right now, and I think they're going to get the victory. I agree. All right, so that concludes second and eight. Uh, we are just taking our time today, but uh, I'm having fun talking to you. I'm glad you're having fun. That's usually where you say, like, you're having fun back. I'm having fun back. <laughs> there it is. Third and four, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Purdue's loss is the first thing we're going to talk about. I'm going to be doing some trivia questions, which is new. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that's going to go. I do. My college – you do? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> My college football knowledge is not uh, where it should be if we're doing trivia questions, so that will be interesting. And then we're going to talk about uh, how Iowa State shut out Kansas State. None of us saw that coming. Uh, so, Silas, let's talk about Purdue's loss. Yeah, um, I'm just going, you know, to say, Purdue fans, and I know one of my best friends is a Purdue fan. Um, I'm sorry, because you guys didn't deserve to lose that game. The refs blew it for you. Now, when I was watching the High State Clemson game last year, and the refs blew it for him, no one apologized to me. No one, except my grandma. But I didn't want to hear it at the time. So Purdue fans, the refs blew it for you. And I am sorry. You didn't deserve it. You did everything right. Minnesota was feeling bad for themselves, so they paid the refs. Because that's what it felt like. Because that was an awful call. Offensive pass interference. What? What? You watch the play, Owen. You'll see. Okay. Purdue won the game. And their coach, I saw it earlier, he's like, we're just going to have to look past it. You know, you should have seen him on the sideline. He was going ballistic. I would have been. Yeah. It was, oh, man. It's, it sucks when it comes down to that. Yeah, it's not right. Right. It's not right at all. Like, Purdue didn't deserve it. I mean, I can't say that enough. I mean, congratulations, Minnesota. You're two and three. You're actually one and four. You lost to Michigan. <laughs> not going to live that one down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. How so, does Michigan always get trashed every single time? Every single time what? We're, we talk. Michigan somehow gets brought up. We were actually, I tried to avoid them when making the, the slate. Yeah. Yeah, and here they are. I did it. It's my fault. No, don't worry about it. I, I'm okay. You know, I wanted to, it actually makes me think, uh, I've got a buddy uh, one of my closest friends, who's my mentor, Donnie Sanchez. Uh, I was in a really deep conversation with him this week about Akron football. 
the Akron Zips, uh, they just lost uh, pretty bad to Kent State, who is actually undefeated. So uh, he, this guy lives in, uh, he lives in Rubber City, Highland Square. So he tries to support as much as you can support the Rubber City Zippers. But, I mean, I, I, I feel bad for the guy. He's really knowledgeable. And he knows, like, he knows a lot about, like, the history of Akron. And they were actually a really good program, apparently. And the reason I'm saying all this is because right now they have a head coach who I believe was only, like, previous experience. Was that Chattanooga? What are you talking about? Chattanooga's a powerhouse. Stop. Okay, I will stop. Okay, thank you. Uh, and they're, they haven't won a game yet. They've only played a couple games, though. And I guess you could say with, like, COVID and stuff, there's an excuse. But no, this guy doesn't know how to win a football game. If Akron were to find a way to win ball games, get a new guy in there to win ball games, this is what he said. These are his words. Uh, they could be they could be back in bowl games again. So first step, Akron football, according to my friend Donnie, get a new freaking coach. Speaking of winning ball games. Michigan. Dude, you did it again. <laughs> That's just, I had this plan. Uh, Michigan won their first win since against Minnesota. Um, their two wins are what was it? Tri- statements. Triple overtime against Rutgers. Uh, Harbaugh was, you could just see, I went to bed. I didn't watch it. Um, by, the time, by the time they were in triple overtime. When it ended regulation, I went to bed. Uh, but I woke up to the I woke up to the the power of the smile Jim Harbaugh had on his face after that win. It was like an earthquake. I woke. I was like, oh my gosh, whoa! Why am I waking? Oh, Michigan must have won. So that's what happened. That was all I had to say. The whole reason I brought up Akron, I had to give a shout out to my friend Donnie. What's up, Donnie? And uh, the fact that Michigan they won. So um, I will say I will say one thing. Okay. If Jim Bar, Jim what? <laughs> Sorry, I had a stroke. <clears throat> Jim, if Jim Harbaugh, Jim has Jim a Bahar. smile that big when beating Rutgers, yeah, so Michigan is doing something wrong. Yep, exactly. It's a good way of putting it. There, um, your heartwarming uh, apology to Purdue. I appreciate that. Uh, let's let's move on to trivia. What do you have for me, Sauce? Yes. All right. Trivia time. It's trivia time. Fireworks. All right. Question one for you and the folks. <laughs> Chuba Hubbard and J.K. Dobbins both rushed for over 2,000 yards last season. Name three other running backs who have rushed for this much in the past. Three? Here's your hint. TCU. Michigan State. Oklahoma State. Are you serious? Yeah. I seriously don't know. The entire crowd through that mic right there just went, oh, I know this. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, are you trying to embarrass me? No. Okay. Just name one. Just name one? Yeah. Oklahoma State? Yeah. Barry Sanders. There you go. That's what. Okay. Um, Michigan State. Testing my luck. Okay. No, I have no idea. I have no idea. My voice cracked again. Uh, what was the other team? TCU. Gosh. You know what? I'm just going to take the one. Barry Sanders is one of those. Yeah. Uh, who else? Do you know any running backs from TCU? No. Ladane and Thomason, Tomlinson ring, ring a bell? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? Ladane and Tomlinson. How many L's are in that name? A lot? <laughs> well, he was good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he was good. And then uh, Michigan State had Lorenzo White. Oh, okay. I recognize that. Yeah, kind of like Lorenzo Wright. Played in the NBA. All right. That's true. Yeah, my phone's about to die. <laughs> Give them to me quick. All right. Here's question two. Okay. Which team has the highest winning percentage in all of the FBS? Of all time? Of all time. Hint. It's in the Big Ten. Really? Uh, Michigan. 
Ding, ding, ding. Really? It's the Wolverines. Wow. I was like, it's either them or Penn State. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> it, and it was it was Michigan. I got that yeah, right. That percentage just keeps going down this year. So I was, did you know that Michigan just beat records and triple over time? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That I, percentage just went up. Think about that. Think about it. All right, we have one more question. Okay. I'm on a roll. Who has more wins in this series? <laughs> Navy or Army? Mm. Take, all my, take a minute to think about it. Okay. Uh, can I phone a friend? I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not phoning a friend. Okay. Um, Why'd you ask that? Navy, <laughs> Navy or Army? Okay. I feel like I feel like Navy. Mm, I'm gonna go with Army because I almost said Navy. That is incorrect. Uh, it would be the Navy. I should have went with my gut. Midshipman. The series is sixty to fifty-two, with seven ties. That tells you how long the series has been going. Oh my goodness. Seven times. Oh, I, I didn't know. Here's a bonus question before we... Oh my goodness. Here's a bonus question. Okay. What month is this game always played? Oh, come on. It's the Army-Navy game. Army-Navy. It's always, it's always an odd time of the year. Yeah. January. It would be December. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so well. You, you did good. You uh, got like I'm sorry. You got like two sixths of the whole trivia. Now, if anyone were to ask me those questions, though, I would get them all right. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Just never try and say Ladainly and Tomlinson. <laughs> sorry, I did it. Uh, that's all I had for you. Iowa State shuts out Kansas State. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that coming. No one did. I don't think. I think my. My upset of the week last week was Kansas State over Iowa State, and man, was I wrong. Yeah, I mean, we all, we're all wrong sometimes. I mean, I decided that Oklahoma State was going to win, and that, was, that didn't work. The Big 12, you, you, can't, really, you can't really choose. Is it's, it because it's they're up trash? For grabs. Well, it's, it's very even. Oh, okay, that makes it's sense. Very, yeah, it's, it's like up for grabs. Who knows if Iowa State or Kansas State's going to win? Who knows if Kansas State or Oklahoma State or any of the TCU, Baylor, those are all, Texas Tech, those are all just even schools regarding Oklahoma and Texas. Um, and you really don't know. So, that, I mean, there's no shame in you picking them and then they get beat by 45. There's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, hats off to Iowa State. you got a big game this week. If you win here, you're going. They are going to the Big 12 championship. And that's exciting to see because I'm sick of seeing Oklahoma and Texas. That's true. Me too. Yeah, but, hey, last year Baylor went. Should they have been there? I don't know. But should Iowa State be going? I don't know. Wait, am I losing my mind? Wasn't the Baylor-Oklahoma game close? Very close. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they should have been there. But should have Oklahoma even been there? Oh. Should they even have had one? Because they Oklahoma ended up going to the playoff. and That's old news. That's old news. Yeah. That is very old news. And he got whooped to Joey Burrow, who hurt his ACL and his MCL. Prayers go to that man. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, rookie year. He's having a good rookie year, even though they can't win the game. Uh, but, yeah, that no one ever wants to see that. Absolutely. So uh, That concludes third and four. We're moving on. Uh, fourth and goal. What yeah, a solemn end to our third and four. It was very emotional there. Yeah, it was. Second. Yeah, it's it kind of like, wow. It's like uh, the mid-season finale usually always does that of, like, TV shows. Yeah, or, like, The Masters. It's I'm always so, like... I'm sorry, that is not at all what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like at The Masters, and it goes to commercial. Oh. Yeah. And it's kind of just real quiet and solemn. Mm. Well, that's golf. I was thinking, you know, mid-season finale, well, like, <laughs> one of your favorite characters is killed off, and you're just freaking over there about The Masters. Who are you? I'm kidding. Let's go to fourth down. Okay, let's do it. Fourth and goal. Uh, let's do our Hail Marys, hot takes, and upsets. Okay. And, then, and then we'll call it quits. Yeah. Wait, you want me to say something? I thought you were going to keep going. No, that was it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Someone lost 63-3 to this week. 
hey, they're in the same state as Moorhead. That would be Kentucky. Oh, my gosh. Now, Kentucky <laughs> is known for being a basketball school, and I was watching that game, and the score was 7-3 to three at one point, and I was like, wow. I remember looking at you. Yeah. Remember, it was 7-3, to three and I was like, they should be playing Terry Wilson. Uh-huh. Then I changed the channel, come back, and it's 35-3, to three, and I'm like, oh, boy. That ended quickly. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Bounce back. Bounce back week for the Kentucky Wildcats. And I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm going to say that this game is close. Kentucky at Florida. Give me a close game. Wow. They, Florida struggled with Vanderbilt, guys. So, yes, Kentucky has a chance to keep it close. That's my, you know, hot take. So, I yeah. like it. I'm not uh, – my Hail Mary is not a uh, upset – it's not even – I'm not even predicting anything because I'm just giving you a game, and I, I'm sorry to all the, the, the people who are going to hate me after this, but I'm just throwing a freaking weird game out there. Uh, this Saturday at 12 noon on ABC, Penn State will be at Michigan. What a game it'll be. Like, what the crap to but, expect. But, no, like, how about this? How about the, the mad respect? It's on ABC. That's Penn true. State hasn't won a game. Yeah. Michigan has. It's but eh. Who's gonna win that game? I know who. It is it's not Michigan. No, don't. I promise. Okay, Penn State, they have lost their will to play the game of football. <laughs> listen, the the tight end. Uh their tight end, I forget his name. Friar Ruth. Yeah. That's it. Okay. He's out for the season. So? Which is I feel like even after every loss that they have, they keep getting punched in the face. Okay, and Friar Booth is out. That was boom, a punch. Yeah, and now they have to play Michigan, coming off a huge win yeah, against well, Rutgers. I'll, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll throw the stats at you though. Michigan's only two wins this year are on the road, at night. Every time they played at noon at home, they've lost. I think it's only been like once. You pulled that card. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, I don't. Here comes Penn State. They can't win in the big house. Michigan can't win in the big house. How sad is that? I think. Here's my prediction. I said I wasn't going to predict. Here's my prediction. I predict that no one will score for eight quarters. Wait. <laughs> I think. I this think, is supposed to be a prediction. It is a prediction. I don't it wasn't think, supposed to be a fantasy novel. I think. <laughs> gosh. No. Uh, either no one will score for eight quarters. Or it will be tied three to three in fourth quadruple or overtime, uh, and then what they'll do—I don't know what the rule is. Do, but you by know the they time, can kick field goals. Well, by the time they get to the seventh overtime, they will just be—they will just be what, like you said, kicking field goals from each other's fifty, and whoever comes. That doesn't, it doesn't work like that though. Who, it's the red zone. They have to. Be... No, I'm tell, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's there somewhere in a rule book. By, by when you get to an overtime that's like when it's 8 o'clock at night and they're still playing they're going to be kicking field goals from each other's 50 and whoever comes closest but listen you think they're going to get sacked and sacked and sacked and then they're going to kick it I don't I'm you not, realize it's from the 25 what they're going to kick field goals yeah it hits I'm, off the upright no, again here we go I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you they want the game to be over with they're ready to go home. So they're just not going to kick field goals. They're going to put the ball on the 50, and they're going to be kicking field goals. And whoever, whoever, either whoever makes more in under two minutes or whoever comes closest to the actual goal No post. kicker in the NFL can hit, kick it from the 50. That's, that's why I said whoever comes closest, Silas. I'm talking it's 8 o'clock at night. The game started at 12. That's, that's my prediction. That's my Hail Mary. Okay? You could, you could love it or hate it. Well, I mean, here's the good news for them as we wrap this up. Okay. I think this is a good way to wrap this up. Yeah, absolutely. Michigan and Penn State are blessed that they do not have fans at their stadium. Mm. And this is why. Because if this was a normal year and they actually – let's say they did allow fans to be there. No one would show up. It would be like, oh, my gosh, they don't have fans. But this year it's like – I don't know. Come on. Penn State fans, they would show up. They would show up if they were 0-12, okay? Just because, like, Penn, that's just Penn State, okay? Uh, Michigan is the same way. I feel like they have very devoted fan bases. And we can laugh and kid all we want uh, about the season these two are having. They have beaten uh, 
huge teams. They're one. Of, they're two of the best programs out there in yeah. college football history. They would have fans show up to watch their games, even if they are kicking field goals from the fifty. <laughs> Whoever comes closest wins. I wonder if one would actually make it. I know, like Pentagar, he's actually a pretty good kicker. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they would miss. They'd have guys back there catching it and throwing it over the thing. Yeah, it would actually be. It would go down in you know the books as one of the most memorable games of all time. This might be one of the most watched games at noon on a Saturday. To be honest with you, like people are going to tune in to see how bad this game actually might be. It you know it could go the way I think. It it very it very well might not. But I'm excited to see I'm excited to see this train wreck of a game. Yeah. So that was my Hail Mary. Silas, you have anything uh, you want to say? Nope. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Uh, I'm excited for another good week of football. I know this was an odd podcast. Yeah, I apologize. No, I, I was the one doing all the crazy You were very yeah, I liked it though. Uh, but it was it was an emotional podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you can't just sit there and act like things are okay when you're not okay. You, are you not okay? Well, You've been all over the place. Like you're 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 funny, and then you're apologizing uh, on the verge of tears. You're you're angry as crap about the bedlam game, and now you are saying you're not okay. Are you okay, Silas? No, I'm okay. You're okay. Yes, I'm okay. I just, you know, some of these games haven't gone my way, and that's what college football is all about. Because in 20 years, it ain't gonna matter. <laughs> on that note thank you for listening to the Miller Mites podcast Uh, we had a great time today Uh, I apologize to those who actually made it to this point Uh, thank you for listening we love you guys be safe out there have a happy Thanksgiving see ya